spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren. In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. Good evening. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast. I'm sponsored tonight by the International Women's Motorsports Association and Send Out Cards. If you're interested in becoming a member of the IWMA, go to IWMANation.com and you can become a member. $59 a year or $5.99 a month gets you the issue of our magazine every month and when we have specials going on our members always get discounts so it's a good thing to do and we're also sponsored by send out cards the ladies that are on our shows are in and in our magazine always get a card with their picture and things on it as a thank you it's a great way to thank your sponsors uh, stay in touch with your family. Lots of good reasons to use send out cards. So if you're interested in that, get a hold of me and I'd love to share it with you. So tonight our guest is Brianna Kelly. Brianna is going to tell us all about herself and how she got started in racing. So welcome Brianna to the show. Hi. So Brianna, why don't we start with just some things about yourself, where you live, how old you are, your family, that kind of thing. So I'm 22. I live in Fairfield, Ohio, which is a little bit north of Cincinnati. I have two older brothers. Um, I still live with my parents right now because of college. Uh, let's see, I, I go to school right now for criminal justice and forensic investigations. Um, we have three puppies. Okay. So you're a busy girl. Do you work too or do you go to I do. I, um, I work at a hospital. I register patients in the ER. Okay, that can be an interesting job. It is. See all sorts <laughs> of things. Especially on the weekends and at night. Oh yeah. I, I don't work nights very often, but I still see quite a few things. I'm sure you do. I'm sure. So Brianna, is there something that you could tell our audience that most people don't know about you? Um, I mean, most people don't know that I race, except the people that race. Other than that. Most people don't know that I want to be a uh, crime scene detective. Okay. That sounds like a really interesting job too. Yeah. I, I can't wait to get into that. Yeah. That's, that's going to be cool. I mean, sad in a lot of ways, but it's a, it's an important job. Yeah, definitely. So um, we're going to just uh, start with your racing story. So Brianna, when did you start racing? How old were you and what kind of racing did you start with? I started racing when I was nine years old. I started in junior dragsters. I grew up around the racetrack ever since I was two, I think. Um, my dad raced for years before, so he's the one that got me into it. Okay. And what are you racing now? I am racing. I have an 84 Camaro. I race super stock and drag racing. Okay. And where, like what track? Do you typically race at the same track or do you travel? 
I travel a lot uh, for what I do, but if I'm not going to a super stock race, I typically race at Kilcare in Dayton. Okay. And how far is that from you? Is that very far to go? It's about 40 minutes, so oh. it's not too bad. No, that's not too bad. I have people that drive two and three hours that I've talked yeah. to to race, yeah. and that's just it's amazing to me because I can drive 15. Well, if I drove an hour, any direction from where I live, I could be at 10 racetracks. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So I'm so spoiled in Michigan. We have so many racetracks. I'm very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> got Kill Care. Um, there's one about 40 minutes the other direction called Edgewater, but I don't race there very often. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I just got the National Speedway directory for this year, the new one, mm -hmm. and it it's really interesting. I'm kind of a numbers person, and uh, how many tracks, like the states that you wouldn't think of have a lot of tracks, and it's pretty interesting, but Michigan's right up there. We have a lot of tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So was it your dad that inspired you to start racing, or, or uh, how did that happen? It was. Um, so like I said, I grew up at the track, so I was... I was just always watching it and it was really cool and I believe, oh, I don't remember what year it was, but I was pretty young. We were at Beach Bend and um, that's in Bowling Green, Kentucky and I was sitting in the stands watching and the Junior Dragsters came out and I was like, Daddy, can we go look at the Junior Dragsters? And that's when it all started. Absolutely, yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. So um, <clears throat> what's your car number and how did you choose that? My car number is 357M and I chose that because when I first started racing my dad still had his license and his car number was 3577 so we wanted to make it easy if I, would, or if I was racing or he was. It was just easy to cross out one number instead of the whole number. Right, exactly. Good, good plan. And do you have marketing partners? And if so, did you want to mention them? I actually uh, don't have any marketing partners. I know, like, I get um, my engines done by Parson and Myers, and I, our cylinder heads are done by Heads Up, and they're wonderful. But other than that, I don't really. Okay. So it's pretty much you and your parents are the marketing yeah. partners. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what would you consider to be your hometown track? Then would it be... It would be Kilcare if I had to pick one, like for my hometown track. Okay, and so you're not racing the the junior dragsters. About how long are you able to race those? As far as is it go by weight or age? So you can race until you are 18. Most kids stop around 16 because that's when they're able to get into a big car. Uh, I think now you're able to start driving those as young as five years old now. Wow. It used to be eight when I was racing them, but. I think that's changed. Five years old seems fairly young. It's scary. Be, yeah, a little bit scary. I mean, I have grandchildren that are like my grandsons, uh, three of them or two of them are seven or eight years old. I can't imagine them in a dragster, but yeah, you know, I don't they think they raced go karts and they race quarter midgets at that age. So I guess it's. Yeah, I, I know they're not allowed to like race necessarily against somebody else when they're just starting out but I, I don't really know all the rules that they have for them now but as you get older I think you're then you're allowed to start racing okay all right interesting I'm learning a lot about the kinds of racing that I haven't been involved in so short track racing on asphalt is the one I know the most about so I love mm -hmm. talking to people and learning 
questions or asking questions to learn more about it. Yep. Do you have a favorite person to race against? Um, I wouldn't say that there's a favorite person to race against because I really race against everybody that, or anybody really. Um, I would love to be able to race against my dad, but that's not going to happen, I don't think. Okay. All right. Are there other women that race, uh, you know, that you race against or are you mostly uh, the only one? Uh, there's quite a few. Uh, in Superstock, I don't think there's a whole lot. I haven't raced against a whole lot of them, but in all the other classes, there's a bunch like Top Dragsters, Supercomp, Stock. There, there's women in all of them. Yeah. Okay. Do you have, like when you're at the racetrack and, and do you have a lot of little girls that come up and want to see your car and meet you because you are a girl? Uh, there's not all the time, but there are a few. I know them from a series that I raced. They're, uh, they're younger and they love it. And I've had a few that um, came up to me and some of them are a little scared to like talk to me, but they like it and they look at the car and it's pretty cool to see that. It is cool to see that. So if you had a, a young girl or her and her mother come up to you and, and they said, you know, we're thinking about getting into this in a junior dragster or even in your class, what advice would you have for them? I would tell them that, you know, don't give up. It, it's a lot. It's not as easy. It, it's not easy at all. But, you know, as long as you have fun with it and don't put too much pressure on yourself, it's, it can be a lot of fun and it definitely teaches you a lot, especially um, like life experiences and getting to know people. It, so it definitely teaches you a lot and it gets you out of your like shell. That's so true. And so what would you say, what are some life lessons that you've learned because you've been in racing? Uh, I've learned that you, you, you can't give up on something that you want or you, you don't give up when you want something. I've learned that just because something doesn't work out it at that point in time, it can work out later. I've learned how to talk to so many different people. I used to be really, really shy. Mm -hmm. So now I, I kind of know how to talk to people and introduce myself. And I, even responsibilities, I have to take care of the car. I clean it and it, it's a lot. <laughs> it, it is a lot. I mean, first of all, there's a lot of money tied up there yes, for your there family. <laughs> And so that's one of the things that you have to think about. You have to take good care of it because you want it to last and you want to be able to keep racing in it and hopefully not wreck and have expenses that way. But even just general maintenance and all those things, you know, um, I have not talked to one girl who has not been involved in the taking care of or they, they know something about that. Some of them that are younger, you know, have learned how to measure their tires or do different things, and it's a learning process, but that's just part of it. You don't just jump in the car and go and let somebody else do the dirty work. Right. You, if you want to race, you gotta, you got to get your hands dirty. Exactly. Yeah. So how about the men that you race against? Are they, do they treat you just the same as another, you're just another racer or do they treat you any different? I think that they treat me just as I'm just as another racer. I mean, when I first started out, um, I was lucky enough though that my dad raced. So a lot of them knew me from my dad. Um, they, they loved it that I started, started racing. Um, but I'd say they treat me the same as anybody else. Okay. 
So what has been your proudest moment so far in your racing career? Um, I would say my first big car win, which I actually got last summer. I was at the track with my dad and it, it was a rough day. I was struggling, um, but I got my first win. So that was, that was really cool. And where were you racing that day? Uh, actually, Killcare. Okay, good. So that was a good place to win, to win your race, wasn't it? Yes, it was. How does your mom feel about you racing? She, so when I first started, she was very nervous uh, because what mom wouldn't be nervous with their nine-year-old child going down a racetrack, but now she's, she loves it. She's accepted it and she comes to the track when she can and she helps out when she can. Okay. And do your brothers race at all? They do not. They uh, have different interests in life, but they, they come out and watch me when they can. Okay. So am I hearing that you might be a daddy's girl and you followed in his footsteps? I am. I was a cheerleader for a while too, but I kind of got tired of that and stuck with racing. So, okay. (laughs) So you've had, you have a proudest moment. How about your most memorable moment? It might not be the same thing. Um, getting down to four at the U S nationals last summer as well. Okay. That was really cool. That is very cool. So we learned, or we met on social media, Facebook. Mm -hmm. How do you use Facebook with your racing to promote yourself or to let people know what you're doing? How, how has social media help you? I uh, take a lot of pictures of the car when I'm at the racetrack. I just kind of started getting into that part. But so I let my friends and family and coworkers know what I'm doing where I'm at, how it went. I like to take pictures of the car and post it. That's, that's a good thing. So you should post those on our, our Facebook page. That it's International Women's Motorsports Association. You can post pictures of your car and when you're at the races or what you're going to be doing. Always okay. feel free to post on there so that you can let our followers know what you're doing. Okay. What are your career goals for racing? So I would love to win the U.S. Nationals because that is the biggest race like it's really cool I got so close but really that's the biggest one other than that I just want to be able to do as best as I can and have fun with it so okay you have a career goal with the um, crime scene investigation that it seems like you're passionate about when you talk about it your eyes light up yeah Um, I love it what are your you know, long-term, how long do you want to race? As long as possible? Do you hope your family, you know, someday you'll have a family? What, what are your thoughts, like five, ten years down the road? I want to race as long as I possibly can and as long as I am able to. If I can get in the car, I'm going down that track. Okay. Um, yeah, as far as, like, my family, like, my dad's good. I hope he's able to help me uh, as long as he can. And later on in life, I hope that my family – wants to race as well. Because it gets in your blood, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Once, once you uh, experience a racetrack and once you're racing, it's, uh, it's, it's in your blood. It is in your blood. Now, have you ever raced at the uh, 131 Motorsports Park in Michigan? I have not. My dad has, and I, I've been there, and it's been years ago, but I, I want to, but I haven't. So that's only like 30 minutes from me, not even. Really? Yes. I would love, to, if you come this way, I would love for you to let me know because I've been there this summer to see a couple ladies that I've met mm-hmm. to watch them race. 
I would love to come there and, and see your race. It's a really nice facility. I'll have to let you know. Okay. You put that on your schedule. <laughs> I will. Do you have any bucket list items, things that you want to do racing involved or not? I would love to visit as many racetracks as I possibly can. Just I like to experience the new racetracks, the different people. Um, race outside of racing, I not really. I mean, my biggest goal is just becoming an investigator. So that's a that's a good goal to have, and it, and to be focused on it is a good thing at your age. When you got started in racing. Did you see, you know, you were nine years old, so you were a little girl doing a lot of different things probably besides racing. Did you think that you might still be racing now or that you would love it as much as you do? I, so I wasn't really entirely sure, but I always had my, my dad's car, which is what I race now. He, it was always in the garage, so I always saw it and I always said, I want to race that. Um, I didn't know how much I would love racing but I'm so glad that I stuck with it and that I'm still racing today and that I got to race his car too. What do your friends think about you racing? Um, so they, they think it's really cool. Uh, when I first mentioned like when I first met some of my friends and I mentioned it they were like no way you, you don't race like because I'm small compared to a big car and nobody believed that I raced and then once they realized it they they love it they ask me about it all the time and my best friend actually she when we met we both said we raced and neither one of us believed each other we were in elementary school and we brought in pictures of our cars and we're like oh my gosh this is so cool so then we became best friends <laughs> of course you did because you had a an unusual passion and you yeah. could share it with another girl how how cool is that does she still race? She does. And what is her name? Let's give her a little a little publicity. Her name is Leah Blake. Okay, Leah. And does Leah, does she drive the same kind of car that you drive or what does she race? She has a Nova um, and she races in Super Pro. So she does like the bracket racing. Okay. So you would never race against her, would you? Probably not. Uh, only because when I bracket race, I'm in pro normally. Um, but Maybe one day. We okay. did when we were little. Okay, so you did when you were little. And that didn't cause any hard feelings? No. No. <laughs> because one day you would win and the next time she would win or whatever and your friends off the track no matter what, aren't you? Exactly. Right. Absolutely. What do you think it means if I said you're a, you're a successful race car driver? What does being a success in a car mean? So success to me, it doesn't always mean just getting a bunch of wins, although that's part of it. But I also think it's having somebody that looks up to you, being a respected person when it comes to racing, knowing that every time you get out of that car, you did the best that you can and you had fun and you made memories that are going to last for a long time. Absolutely. Just even I'm thinking about you and, and Leah you might not have become best friends if she didn't race or you didn't race, but you right. had that common, common bond. And that's interesting that you two girls found each other. Yeah, I, I'm so happy that we did because we've been best friends since we were in like second grade. Now we live across the street from each other and <laughs> it's great. <laughs> that is great. We're going to have to get her on one of the podcasts. I'll have to tell her. Okay. So, you, you know, every day's not great at the track. When you have a bad day, 
Do you have somebody you take it out on that you can vent to? Do you keep it inside? What, how, what do you do? So I, I try not to show my emotions, especially at the racetrack, but I might vent to my dad or I might like vent to myself as I'm driving back to the trailer. I might, you know, say a few words to myself and, but for the most part, I try to keep a level head about things. Because every day can't be the best day, right? No, there are definitely some bad days at the track. Yeah. Well, you're not alone. I mean, you see it. If you look around, sometimes we think we're the only one having the problems. And if you look around, everybody's everybody got, everybody has them at some point or another. Right. Absolutely. Can you tell me, let's, let's talk about your, like, social media. If somebody wanted to follow you or find where you're going to be racing, where would they go to do that? Um, so my Facebook page, which is um, Brie Kathleen Kelly, and then I have an Instagram, which is Brie underscore Kathleen 18. And there I post, I don't post as much on Instagram as, I'm, as I do um, Facebook, but I do post pictures of the race car and family stuff on Instagram. Okay. All right. Because we want, we want our listeners to be able to follow you and see like what you're doing. Have you had any kind of special fan like interaction? Like, do you have somebody who's like your best fan other than your family? Um, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say that I, anybody necessarily sticks out in my head. When I was just started out in the Camaro, which is what I race now, um, I did have somebody come up to me. She was, I don't know, probably 30 or something. And she was like, oh my gosh, you're, you're like my hero. Can I get a picture with you? And uh, so that was really cool. Other than that, uh, I, I have a, I race in a Buckeye Stock Super Stock series and one of the um, family members that puts on the race and they race too, their daughters um, really love it. So I figured it would be a little girl, but I didn't think it would be a 30 year old little girl. Yeah, that surprised me. <laughs> But you know, I'm a I'm a huge race fan, and and um, I have my favorite drivers, and I'm 62, so I guess it can be anybody, oh, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have um, other things? I mean, racing's not all year long. So, what do you do in the off season? Are you working on your car? Are you use that time to focus on school? What do you do um, in the off season? So in the off season, I normally wonder what I'm supposed to be doing on the weekends because I don't know what normal people do. <laughs> <laughs> but I work on the car when it comes time to that, or when it comes time to work on it. I spend as much time as I can with my friends and with my family. And I try to focus a lot more on school. But luckily, school is kind of like winding down or just hasn't really picked back up yet at that point in time. So... What is your, like, when, when in the time of year, what time do you start racing? Because Ohio, you're a lot like Michigan for the weather. What is your race season, start and end? Um, sometimes it can be as early as April, but normally it's May for me. And I've normally, my last race is normally October, but I've seen people November, December okay. even, but mostly October. Okay, about the same as Michigan. That's mm -hmm. about what we do. April is when they get started, late April. And the end of September, maybe first weekend of October. Those are more like special races, like the Michigan yeah. Cup at Springport and Kalamazoo, which is close to me, has what they call Super Shoe. It's really kind of a big party. <laughs> a weekend of camping and 
racing and whatever else goes on there. So <laughs> but, um, it's about the same than I figured it would be. Rena, are you pretty independent or do you look to other people? Like if you're having trouble with whatever it might be, do you reach out and ask other people or how do you learn to be better driving your car? Um, so I, I try to say I'm independent, but I definitely take in what other people say. Like my dad, since he's had so much experience, uh, my boyfriend and his family, they always have lots of advice and other people too. They've got so much advice. I try to take it all in. Sometimes I listen, sometimes I don't. <laughs> you have to do what's best for you. Even right. everybody has an opinion, that's for sure, no matter what you're doing. Um, and, and they like to express it, especially on Facebook. So um, <laughs> you kind of have to weed through that, don't you? And sort yeah. out what works best for you. Absolutely. That's fair. I'm just taking in the things that you're telling me. You're, you're an amazing young woman. Well, thank you. What would you say is the hardest thing that you do in, when you're involved with your racing? What's the thing that maybe you don't like or that's hard for you? The driving the truck and trailer, honestly, that's like the worst thing for me. I am so nervous, but other than that, it's just trying to find the time between racing and school and work and friends. It's just trying to find the time for everything. Yeah, because everybody wants a piece of mm -hmm. you, your friends, your family, and then you have the things that you want to focus on. Right. Yeah, I understand that for sure. So when you were a kid, did you play with dolls or cars? I played with both. I remember I always brought my Barbies to the truck and they had like the little um, punch buggy for the Barbies and the Barbie Jeep. And I would take them and race, push them and race them down the ramp uh, at the track. So I played with both and I always had a toy dragster that I would play up in the stands and run across the stands with it. Yeah, that's, I hear that a lot. Most girls that race played either outside a lot or they played with dolls in cars that raced. So mm -hmm. that's pretty interesting. It's, I'm seeing a theme here. Hmm. <laughs> what do you think is the most fun for you about racing? Um, honestly, the best part about it and the most fun that I've ever had is just going down the track and having fun. My car does wheelies, so that's, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> And how fast, and what's the fastest you've gone? Uh, I think 132 mile an hour, 976 and a quarter mile. Okay. I, I, uh, do you know what the Queen of Diamonds is, the jet fuel car? I've heard of it. Okay, so I met her. Sarah Edwards is driving it now. They've had different drivers, but she's the current driver, and I met her. She was at Martin, almost 300 miles an hour. Oh my goodness. Yeah. My mom wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> Good for your mom because yeah, I, 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 I met it. Sarah's mom and dad and they go to every race because theirs is more exhibition. Mm -hmm. You know, they go to tracks and then um, the man that owns her car, I believe there's two or three other cars that they travel, but uh, that's way fast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. Oh yeah. Um, she loves it, but it's, it's a rush, I'm sure, but that's, I'd have a hard time letting my daughter do that too. Yeah, I'll stick with what I do. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. Race day, what is your routine? Do you have a certain things you eat? Is there any certain shirt you wear or socks that you wear, anything like that? 
Um, we always get track hot dogs because you just have to get track food, but I don't really have anything specific that I do except every time I get in the car and before I go down the track, me and my dad have a handshake. We've had it since I was in juniors and it's stuck with us. So I can't go down the track without that. That's very cool. So he's not missed a race. He has not. He's uh, came a day late or so just because of work, but he's always at every single race. Yeah. And so does he typically drive the truck and trailer? He does. I just kind of started driving it and um, he drives like through the big cities just because it's still uncomfortable for me, but I try to drive where it's easier and I help out, but not as much. (laughs) I can see like in the big cities that I I wouldn't want to do that either. My husband would be the truck and trailer driver at our house as well. We trailer our motorcycles sometimes on vacation behind Mm -hmm. our trucks. So he does all of that. And I don't know how to back up and turn which way to get it going. It's so so confusing. It's like you have to turn the wrong way to get it to go the right way. And I've never Mm -hmm. figured that out. And and I'm happy letting him do it. So that's okay. (laughs) Is there anything that I haven't asked you about that has been part of your race story or that you would want to share with us? Well, no that I can think of. Okay. I I pretty much said a bunch of it, so. Do you have other people that help you the day of the race, or is it pretty much just your dad and you? Me and my dad. My grandpa helps out when he can. He's 91 now, so he can't do a whole lot. Um, He doesn't go to the track, but my mom, when she can, my boyfriend, he's wonderful. He helps out with a lot of it, so. So it's your family, and, and and I know at the racetrack, usually, if you need something, there's but always people to help. It's a huge family. They're, everybody's going to help everybody out. When you travel like to the different races, is it pretty much always the same people then that you're racing against? For the most part, every now and then there'll be a newer person or somebody from that area that I haven't seen. But with what I do, it's normally the same people every time. I figured that. What's the farthest you've gone to travel? Um... For me, it's been Quaker City up in uh, Salem, Ohio, but my dad's raised in Canada, or I I don't know if it was him or somebody else, but we were up in Canada with the car. All right. So you could go really all over the country, couldn't you, if you had the time and money to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the time or money. (laughs) No, most people don't. I mean, it's wonderful if you do, but... To even just be able to travel even in Ohio or in your, you know, come to Michigan or whatever, that's still fun because you get to meet a lot of new people. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's, I've, I've enjoyed that more than anything that's happened since I started this association. It's been a year ago now where we're one year old, kind of, we've officially launched in November, but we were gathering friends and followers before that. And it's the people like you that I've met that I would have never known. I wouldn't have known your story. I wouldn't have gone to watch you race. I, you know, and oh my gosh, I've met so many wonderful women um, through this. And, and I'm just, I feel so blessed to be able to share their stories and talk to them. So um, I'm just, uh, anything else that you would like to share about yourself before we hang up here? Oh, uh, not, not really. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really have much more. 
So I want to ask you one more thing about your future career. You would work then for like a police department or um, something like that. Is that what you would do? So I would have to start off as a police officer. So I'm planning on going to, through the police academy. Um, and then I eventually want to work for like the Bureau of Criminal Investigation or FBI type, um, type government agencies. So that's okay. my ultimate goal, but that's hard to do. Wow. That's, that's a lofty goal, but I bet anything you're going to do it because you seem very motivated so. and very, you know, passionate about that. So that's, that's amazing. I'm so glad that, that I got to talk to you today, Brianna. I appreciate you. you taking the time and tell your friend that we'll get her on here one day too. Maybe we, what we should do is we'll do a story about the two of you in the magazine about how you grew up racing together. That would be fun. That would be really cool. Yeah, let's, let's do that. So, um, well, I have no more questions for you, and I really appreciate that you spent the time to meet with me today. Um, I hope you have really good luck. You're not quite done racing for the season, are you? I, I've actually been uh, out of racing for a while because I broke my foot in uh, July, so I get to go back racing in about a week or so, so. Oh, goodness. Did you break that at the track? No, I actually came home from the race, and I went to go swimming with my friend Leah, and I fell down a step and broke my foot and tore some ligaments, had to have surgery. So I've been out for a while. Oh, I'm sorry about that. But you're okay. looking in another week or two to be back on the track. Yes, for like two more races and then I'll be done for the season. Okay, well, <laughs> at least you can finish the last two races of the season. That's good. Yeah. Well, I hope your foot is feeling better. Thank and you. good luck in those last two races and we'll be watching you. Awesome. Thank you. Uh -huh. Thank you for listening to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at International Women's Motorsports Association or on Instagram and Twitter at the IWMA Nation. And if you know someone that should be on our show, drop us an email at IWMA Nation at gmail.com.